You're very welcome to the latest edition of Treaty Talk. Myself, Jack Neville, and Matt Kellen of the Weekly Observer and Veil vale Star. I suppose, Matt, a few months ago, looking at how Ireland was in the globe in general, we never thought we'd get to this weekend, but thankfully, a Munster hurling final look forward to Limerick are in it. Uh, we play Waterford this Sunday in Turles at four o'clock. I suppose before we get into the game itself, it's just brilliant to have that Munster final. Asher, it is fantastic, absolutely fantastic, Jack. And um, as you said, the icing on the cake is that that, that Limerick are in it because mm. I suppose when the lockdown came down, um, came about back in, back in March, um, Limerick were in a very very rich vein of form and. Um, when the lockdown came and all the uncertainty came about the championship and competitions were suspended and all that sort of thing, right? Mm. Um, there, there, there was a feeling that Limerick were being robbed of a glorious opportunity in, in the Munster and All Ireland series and and um, in finishing off the league um, in, in in being crowned league champions, like that, that that they were being robbed by the pandemic of a number of titles. But the the, the league one has been put to bed and that that has been rectified. And um, I suppose we got an emphatic answer in many ways um, to any fears um, or worries that we would have had about Limerick recapturing their forum after the long layoff. I think I think they've answered that emphatically um, with, with, with the wins over over Clare and Tipperary. But that, that I suppose that in a way comes with with, with, with a certain amount of a health warning going into the Munster final. In that I'm sure John Kiley and his management team, and I, I certainly for one would have much preferred to have seen Limerick getting tougher tests in 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 in, in the two games to date, uh, because I feel that they that that they would be you know in a greater state of readiness. Not that they won't be in a state of readiness or anything like that, but from a competitive game point of view, that they'd be in a greater state of readiness for what Waterford are going to bring to the table, because. We, we, we saw what Waterford were bringing to the table in, 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 in the game against Cork, and they got a real good competitive game against Cork. So I suppose without preempting anything we're going to say, I suppose it, it, they, they have a slight advantage of, 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 over Limerick in, in that regard. But the answer to your original question is just absolutely fantastic to have it back. And look, um, Limerick played... Um, Tipperary down in Cork two weeks ago. You would, you, you actually, you wouldn't put out an unwanted dog on 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 the on the day, and and um, look, we were just happy. Everybody was just happy to get on with it and 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 get the game played. It was a monster championship game. No, it was surreal in so far as that you had no attendance and all that sort of a thing. But at the end of the day, it will not detract from it. It's a monster championship and. One of the special days um, since Moses was a boy um, in 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 Irish sport is Munster hurling final day. Now it will be um, it, it 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 will be um, it, it it will be a Munster final with a total difference in so far as that there'll be no attendance, none of the razzmatazz that we are used to on on Munster final day. But at the end of the day, it's the Munster senior hurling final, and come six o'clock. On Sunday evening, either Limerick or Waterford will be Munster Singer Hurling champions. Yeah, and and despite there being no fans, um, both teams will be really up for it. Like this is just the championship we have, and players have taken that at face value. And we've seen some excellent games, but recent history um, between Limerick and Waterford. Limerick have dominated really since John Kiley came in, uh, won the league final in 2019. There was a huge win the Gaelic Crowns 2018, and then a 20-point win in Walsh Park last championship. Um, Limerick's final game before the lockdown was a win against Waterford as well. So what can Waterford do to kind of stem that tide? I know when I was growing up, um, Limerick played Waterford a number of times. It was always the day she got on top. So what can Waterford do to overcome Limerick, we'll start with? It's, it's a huge task. You're, you're right. The, 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 the recent record um, has, has been excellent. Um, the previous record, unfortunately, not so good, even if you... But strange to say, Jack, it's extraordinary. Like there are, um, there are basically only five counties take part in the Munster Hurling Championship, and like this is only the fourth time in the history of the competition in over a century and a quarter that these sides have met. And I suppose, in in many ways, 
it's it, it, it's indicative of the level of dominance that Tipperary and Cork have enjoyed in the competition in that it's very, very, you know, invariably one or the other of them contest the Munster final and so often both of them contest the Munster final. But um, so in, in many ways, it's, 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 it's a novel game. And if, if, if we look back through the records, like we won in 33, we won in 34, we were convincingly beaten in 2007, in that we were beaten by three goals in the, in the, in the uh, nine points, I think, in the, in, 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 in the final. But a short four or five weeks after, we turned um, the foreign book on its head when we went to Croke Park and beat the same Waterford team in the All Ireland semi final. So much for the, for the bit of history. That's that's away from the question that you you you, you asked me. Well, they suffered a twenty point defeat to Limerick in in Walsh Park uh, last year. Suffered a heavy defeat the previous year in 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 the um, Munster Championship in, in in the Gaelic grounds. Very obviously, Waterford didn't adapt as other counties did to the to the new format because like their record. Um, not just against Limerick, but their record in the new format. And when I was talking about the new format, I'm talking about the, the format that applied in 2018 and 2019, where you had the round robin series and every team in Munster met the other. One of them failed to win a game out of eight, Jack. They got one draw on the Gaelic grounds with Tipperary, and that was that controversial one where Tipperary came back, where um, I think it was Austin Gleason was, was deemed to have carried the ball over the line and, and all that. All, all that sort of stuff. But they didn't seem to adapt to the new system like other counties did. But um, Team Cahill has brought a new dimension to, to Waterford. And um, uh, like, he took some very, very big decisions. Like, um, like if you were told 12 months ago that you'd be playing Waterford in a Munster final without Noel Connors, without Mara Shanahan, without Philip Mahoney, without Parik Mahoney. Now, Noel Connors, Morris Shanahan, they were excluded from the panel. Philip Mahoney retired. Parik Mahoney is injured. Like, there's, there's, a, there's a complete change and a complete new approach. A lot of fresh faces and a lot of new faces in, 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 in that part of a team. And, and that may be the difference. Um, obviously, the, 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 there was the injury then to take the Burka. There was a definite and, and clearly demonstrable uh, loss of form on the part of Austin Gleason and Jamie Barton. That seems to have all been turned around now. And, and um, Waterford seemed to be a, a much more potent force. And like, there will be nobody, but nobody, underestimating the threat that Waterford posed to Limerick on Sunday. Yeah, and I just want to touch on um, the performances of Tyke de Burke and Jamie Barton there for a minute. Obviously, Tyke de Burke. Uh was a sweeper, we'll say, probably from 2015 to 17. He missed 18 and 19 through injury. We saw him there under Lean Cahill uh, fortnight ago against Cork, and it was more of an orthodox number six, kind of like what Declan Hannon does for Limerick. He will be crucial. So do you expect Limerick to move Kyle Hayes back to 11 to counteract him, or will Keane Lynch stay there? So it's kind of a double-barreled question. How will we stop Tide the work at who will start on him, essentially? It, 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 it's a $64 question for us as to who will play where. And I, I suppose it's a bigger headache for Liam Cahill in, in, um, in Waterman in view of, of, of um, what happened in, down in Cork where we saw Kyle Hayes relocated to the half-back line, Keane Lynch gone in centre-forward, Darrow Donovan in, in, in at midfield. Will there be a switch around again? Absolutely. John Kylie has definitely kept... Liam Cahill and Co. and the whole lot of us thinking as 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 to what's going to happen. But it, it's obvious like that, that Liam Cahill will have to have plan A, B, C, D. I don't know how far down you go to a, a whole series of eventualities, but you're right. Um, um he's um Tyke the Borker is now playing as a as an orthodox centre back and 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 and, and it, it, it seems it, it seems to suit him. And um like he, he's flanked. Um, he, he, he's anchoring a very good half-back line in, in so far as we all know what Austin Gleeson can bring to the table on his day. But with Callum Lines, um, like the, the, this guy against Cork was absolutely outstanding and he got a goal in two points. And as we were talking off air about, uh, you mentioned it yourself, Jack, 
about the quality of, of the goal he took and um, the economical way he went about it at a time when he when he was under serious serious pressure from from the Cork defence. Now, um, you know, all right, they'll be facing the like of Gerard Hegarty and Tom Morrissey, who we probably can say for certain will 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 be in the half forward line, and and probably Kyle Hayes. Um, so like, um, it's 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 three very very physically big men, three men that are on the top of their game, all, all three of them. So it, it's going to be a completely different ch challenge for Mezos, De Borca, Lyons and Gleeson. Yeah, and, and if you were, just say you were in charge of the team, would you stick with what happened against Tipperary, go back to the Clare team, or spring someone from the blue? We saw Dara Donovan kind of come back from an injury into midfield and slotted in seamlessly. So there's probably options there for Kylie if he wanted to change things up in the forward line again. You could look at the likes of David Dempsey, even Seamus Flanagan for the start, or will he go for tried and trusted in a Munster final? Don't know. The changes seem to be kept at a minimal. I thought I thought Seamus Flanagan um, made a real statement when he came on. Um, like he was against Tipperary, he was extremely extremely busy. A, 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 extremely, extremely effective. Um, like that is an option. I, I, I thought the same of David Dempsey, and like uh, we saw what David Dempsey, how David Dempsey lit up the Limerick Championship, and and I mean lit up the Limerick Championship this year. And but I, I don't know why we were surprised because in in this forum we had been discussing <clears throat> the form of David Dempsey during what were sometimes cameo appearances. In, in, in the Munster League and and in the um, in, in 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 the National League, I think early on from the start of this season, um, David Dempsey had, had been sing, uh, sending signals that he was back to his very very best form. And like when he was sprung off the bench, now he missed he missed being involved in 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 the match day panel due to injury uh, in the win over player. But when he was sprung from the bench. Um, against Tipperary, I thought David Dempsey just all, all he did was produce more of the same, which is very, very, very good for him. He is certainly they, they are they are two options that John Kiley may consider. But who, who's going to lose out? Like he has a bounty of riches. Um, well, <coughs> were he to bring in one of one of those, like Keen Lynch is so adaptable. Like um, I, I, I thought Keen Lynch had an absolutely fantastic game against. Tipperary. He was so busy, and and like the conditions on the day, they, they just didn't they carry him one iota. Um, but he was so influential right from start to finish. Like you, you know, um, it wasn't just that he rallied the troops or anything. Like he was there right, right from from the start. I thought he he had a fantastic game. Um, um, but you know, once you have Keen Lynch, I would say in the, in the middle third, um, um, we you know we're, we're in a good place. And the form of Willem O'Donoghue in the win over Tipperary again was absolutely tremendous. And I I I am I I don't know why we, we, anyone would be expressing surprise at that, because um, we we see the influence that he he. Um, Exerts for for Napierski. We, we 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 see that what we see from William O'Donoghue is game on game, game after game after game, an extraordinarily solid performance all the time. And and um, like in in the middle third, Limerick are in good in 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 um, in a good place. But if if, if you ask me to speculate. As, as to what might be the starting lineup, um, I I think you, you, you'll probably see probably see Kyle Hayes at centre forward, possibly. Um, now, can Darrow Donovan fit in at wing back? We don't know. We saw him at centre back for Dune. Um, he he seemed he seemed to be settling in there, and seemed um, to be effective. Um, um, when when injury hit him, um, so I suppose halfback isn't entirely alien to him. Um, it's going to, the selection is going to be very interesting, but um, you know 
how much will people pay attention to this election that, that we're, we're, we're going to get on Friday night, seeing what happened in Cork. Um, I, 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 I think I'd better give you a better informed judgment as to how Limerick might line out around 10 past four on Sunday evening. Yeah, I was just going to say, usually on a Friday evening at nine o'clock, we have a barometer of how Limerick would line up. Now it is when they're out on the field, it's not even the warm if you get any indication. And that just adds another extra layer to this Limerick team. Like, I suppose the team had been very, very settled since that 2018 at Ireland. And now it's just blown out of the water how unpredictable. There's so many ways this Limerick team can go. Um, but that, uh, Jack, that's because of the core and the nucleus of so many um, uh, adaptable players that, that's on the team. And such, so many good hurlers that are on the team. Yeah, especially in that middle third, there's just so much versatility. But just on this Munster final, I suppose, Limerick won last year and, and fell away then, in the, not fell away in the semi-final, were beaten in the semi-final. Pre, Cork then in 17 and 18 were beaten in the semi-final. It probably hasn't been the best route to go. I know everything goes out to win their provincial championship. But in this year, when games are back to back to back, it must be very important for a team to win this Sunday, that they get that week break just to, to rest the bodies. Very, very, very important because Limerick had back-to-back -back games against them, um, uh, Clare and Tip. Now we did see like that it, 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 in the game against Tip, certainly early on, um, it, it was a bit of an advantage having the game, having the game played, um, because there was a certain ring rustiness about about Tipperary in 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 that um, in those early stages, but they shed it, but. Um, it, it, it wasn't enough. Limerick were in full momentum at that stage, and, and, and they, weren't, they, they weren't going to be stopped. But um, it, it, it's an ideal case scenario for 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 uh, uh, John Kiley and and his management team because what we've been constantly saying and what we've been constantly constantly critical of about the round robin format is the Sunday after Sunday after Sunday and the the little recovery time that that that, that there is. So it's an ideal case scenario for Limerick. Now, Limerick, I suppose, got the shot straw in the Munster Championship insofar as that they were drawn in, 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 in a quarter final and had to go the circuitous route or the long route or, or uh, the scenic route to get to them, to get to where they are in that they had to play three games to come out of Munster whilst everybody else, uh, apart from player, had, we'll say, Cork, Tip and Marvin had only to play two. But... Uh, should, should, should they prevail on Sunday, like they're going to have that vital week to recharge, um, you know, and any knocks that they might take, um, you know, clear up. Um, it would it, be a vital, it'd be a, a vital recovery period, Jack. Yeah, and just, I know it's only the middle of the season, but just when you look at this Limerick team, to get into back-to-back -back Munster finals, it doesn't really come around very often. I know 13, 14, and then obviously there was three in a row from 94, 96. But in terms of winning back-to-back -back championships, you have to go back to 81 for the last time Limerick won back-to-back -back Munster hurling titles. So just to be in that position, it really just shows an indication of just how strong this Limerick team and how blessed we are with this team that has come through under John Kiley. Yeah, how, how, how blessed we are to be living through this, this, this particular era and... and it's extraordinarily like, and it was very, very noticeable after the winning the 2018 All Ireland final, and and I've said this on a number of occasions um, about this team and about about this about this this group of players. Like that, first of all, the, the thing that really struck me about these guys um, immediately after winning the All Ireland, here we were after winning. Um, an All-Ireland, a coveted All-Ireland, a holy grail, which people on Limerick and, and beyond craved for, for 45 years. And like, the, the, the way they adapted back to business within two weeks in their own club championship. And like, like they were, those players, they parked winning the All-Ireland and went for the cause of that club straight away. And it, it was very, very evident immediately after the All-Ireland when that this was only the start of it, that their appetite, you know, wasn't in the slightest bit satisfied with 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 with, with winning in All Ireland. That they they, they 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 wanted to prove that they weren't going to be a one year wonder. And you look now back to back league titles, 
possibly on the threshold of back-to-back monster champions championships like you know all the signs it all augurs it it, it all augurs very 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 well yeah it does work very well and look Coming into the game on Sunday then, Matt, if you were to call it, will Limerick go back-to-back for the first time since 81 or can Waterford get a first title in a decade? I, I, I think Limerick will win it. I think Waterford will make, will make it difficult. We, we saw this, the way they swarmed around the middle and, and made life um, very, very difficult for Cork. Um, Cork, weren't, at the end of the day, wasn't able to overcome it. Um, I, 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 I think you'll see... Dogged resistance from Waterford. I, 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 thinking about it during the week, you might see the type of resistance from Waterford that we saw from Dublin in, 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 in the league semi-final in, in, in 2019 when they really dogged it out down, down, down in Nolan Park. And I'd say you, you, you could see a battle like that. I'm quite happy that Limerick have the capabilities. I'm quite happy they have the wherewithal to, to overcome it. But it would not, without a fight, you, you, Waterford will go down fighting because... There's a complete change for the reasons that we've said. Um, Liam Cahill coming in, he has changed the whole approach, the whole mental approach um, in, 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 in Waterford. Waterford now are a potent force. Yeah, they definitely are. But I, I, would, I would say with you, I just, I'm very confident in this Limerick team that I suppose the first half against Kilkenny aside, they've been utterly consistent for the best part of three years. And I think if they're if they're on their game against Sunday, their Waterford won't match them. And I, I struggle to think of a team in the land that'll match them. But I suppose we'll have to wait till around half five on Sunday evening just to see who comes out on top. But yeah. I suppose we were only a kick of the ball away from having a double Munster final with the with the footballers and hurlers uh, last weekend. Obviously, Billy Lee's side lost out to Prayer and Gaelic Crowns, won fifteen to eleven after extra time. I suppose you you have to say it's it's a it's a missed opportunity for Billy Lee and his side. Uh, they were two six to five clear at the break, and then before you know it, at the second water break, they're down by a pint, and they dog back into the game. They were they were leading going into the last few minutes in in normal time, and then they were leading for a bit in extra time going down to the final few minutes. But I suppose that's just football, and it's good to see the team building. But you have to say that it's a missed opportunity. I suppose it's any any time you're beaten by a point after extra time in a Munster semi-final, it's a missed opportunity. But I, you know, I rather than looking at the Limerick Tipperary game um, in isolation, I, I I would much prefer to reflect on 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 um, Limerick football and Billy Lee and his charges in 2020. Like at the start of the year, if somebody had said to us, um, like you know, Limerick singer footballers. They're, they're, they're going to have two pieces of silverware on, on, on the table and on the sideboard at the end, at the end of the year. Um, somebody would say you were gone off your head, possibly. They nearly called the guards. Um, um, but that's what it was. Like they, 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 they got a run in the, in, in, in the McGrath Cup. Um, beat, beat Clare, which was a surprise, probably a bit of a surprise the first day because Clare were a Division Two side. Um, then went to Waterford in the first of three trips to Waterford, beat, beat Waterford, and then took a major scalp, a scalp in, in when, when, when they defeated Cork. And the narrative still was at the time there was question marks surrounding could they um, could they um, could they carry over the good farm in the McGrath Cup? Could they translate it into the league? You must be mindful that last year. In the league, Limerick had two wins the year before. They had a win and a draw, and um, like the answer was very, very emphatic. I, 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 I thought Limerick responded to that emphatically with four straight wins in a row over Waterford, London, Carlow, and Wicklow, and then you had the defeats to Antrim and Wexford. And again, the story was: has the bubble burst? Um, we were going to Sligo. We didn't have a good record up in Sligo. Um, a lot of uh, promotion hinged on it, possibly the champion, um, the Division 4 title hinged on it. I think Limerick answered that emphatically. Um, uh, my credit to Billy Lee and his management team, um, we had a horrendous first half performance against, um, against Wexford and um, 
really has uh, been, been a pain since to point, point that out. But like he, he just didn't let it drift for very long. He took serious remedial action at half time. You will recall, which is rarely you see when 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 <coughs> three players are called ashore and three three players sent in, which he did, and and and, and he, he, he he woke up a lot of people, and with a much much better um, second half performance against Wexford. But then the question was, could they carry over the second half performance against Wexford, take it to Sligo and produce it for sixty odd minutes? That is exactly what they did, and 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 um, and um, were, were were crowned league champions, and then again, could they translate it into the championship? You see, the lingering doubts were there all the year, but I think they have answered them emphatically. Like they had, they, they had Limerick played Waterford in the McGrath Cup, the league, and the championship, all in the far field this year, and the most emphatic win of them all. Was, was the championship win, which, which which speaks volumes for the progress that Limerick had made. Now, they were up against Tipperary, a Division Three side last weekend, a side that definitely had a grudge because of the manner in which they were overturned in, 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 in Tullus last year. And you're right, the first half was very, very good. And um, it, it was that bloody third quarter that um, the, the thing came off the rails again. But Limerick again showed their fighting spirits, showed their quality in, in that final quarter and were within touching distance of, 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 of a monster final. Like, I, I'm loath to say that, that, um, that um, Connor Sweeney's uh, last gasp effort. What, 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 what was a free kick? It was a, it, it was an excellent kick. He could possibly take it 99 more times, and it just wouldn't happen. So, like you, you're, you're, um, you're, you're that, you're, you're that near to a monster final. You are the weight of the post from a monster final. But if you look back on the year in its totality, it has been an excellent year. It has been a year of progress. Very, very important thing coming out of the Tipperary game. Limerick will be in Division 3 next year. And um, it was the first chance that Billy Lee got to benchmark his side in a serious competitive game against a Division 3 side. Now, in normal circumstances, Limerick and Tipperary um, in the Monster Football semi-final would be playing in June. But we have in normal circumstances. They are playing in November. And hopefully with the advent of the vaccine and everything that we will have a return to some type of normality in 2021. So the, the time lag between the league and the championship is considerably shorter. And I think Billy Lee and his men will take great heart. And, um, you know, they, they have good reason to take it um, uh, and take great confidence out of the performance against Tipperary that they can go into Division 3 and that they, that they can match what's going to be put in front of them. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw um, Taranen wrote a brilliant article. It was in the Post uh, yesterday and it was, it's up on the website now at the moment. But he kind of compared the tenures of Donald Trump, amazingly, and Billy Lee, and both were appointed in late 2016. And he was saying, while Donald Trump has kind of gone down in flames, he will obviously be out of the White House in January 2020 or 2021. By that time, it'll be Billy Lee's fifth year in charge, and the team is just growing and growing every single year. He goes through 17, there's kind of a false dawn, 18. Then you would all those players that would that weren't available or didn't want to play or whatever you make of it. 2019, then the win against the Prairie in 2020, just Judas went through. Pat was referring to the 2009 uh, Munster final against Cork. They conceded two late goals to lose by a point. And they'd go on then um, another Munster final the following year in Crow Park the year after. So can Limerick follow that trajectory of the team a decade ago and possibly get to the Munster final next year and maybe even appear in Crow Park soon? Yeah, but I suppose there's a, there, 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 there's a certain contrast we have between Billy Lee and Donald Trump. First of oh, all, of course, Donald of Trump, course. Donald Trump, uh, um, um, he, he worked on fake news. Billy Lee worked on facts. And um, Donald Trump... Um, fails to concede defeat and um, Billy Lee graciously conceded defeat after the Tipperary game. The answer in a word to you, um, Jack, is yes. Yes. Limerick are going very, very, very much in the right direction. Um, Billy Lee has built not just a team, 
he has built a squad. He has he has he has built a panel, and the important thing in contrast with two or three years ago, when up to and I'm sick of saying this, when up to fifty people, fifty potential players, um, would not commit for one reason or the other, and Billy had the faith in Limerick football to to stick with it. Now he has surrounded himself with people that really want to play football for Limerick, which is hugely, hugely important. And I, 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 I think this group, as as the, the, uh, as a group, um, can certainly achieve quite a considerable amount more. Yeah, and it's certainly an attractive appeal now to go in and play with Billy Lee and Limerick footballers. And please God, they can continue in that momentum in 2021. And as you said, it isn't that far around the corner. I suppose another team that has had to deal with a lot of a lot of players is the ladies footballers, but they've seemed to just do it with at their ease. They are now preparing for an All Ireland semi final next weekend against Fermanagh in Kinnegad. Um, obviously, Fermanagh came through; they beat Carlo in their um, final group game. They were in the intermediate championship um, two years ago. They obviously lost the final last year, so Fermanagh will be a tough test for Limerick next weekend. Man, that would be a tough test, but I had a dream the other night, and then dreams are normally nightmares, but um, this was a pleasant one that, that maybe 2020 would replicate 2018 and Limerick would win the senior hurling in the ladies football championships. Um, and uh, as we speak now, we are, we, are, we are on course to that. Yeah, um, I, I suppose the extraordinary thing about it, about the Limerick team that, that are in the semi-final now, I, I watched back both games. Now, they, 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 there was many similarities between both games. Limerick had the breeze in, in, in the first half in both games and didn't, didn't in my view, um, uh, build up a lead that, 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 that seemed comfortable, um, given the strength of the breeze on both occasions. But again, um, I, in both second halves, Limerick really, really showed their mettle, what, 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 what they were about. But the extraordinary narrative, and I see it written written during the week um, about um, about um, the, the, the the Limerick footballers, has been the, the the turnover in the number of players. There are only four or five players from the panel of 2018 that 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 are still involved, which is which is a phenomenal which is a phenomenal turnaround. Now they certainly didn't root up any trees. Um, during, during the league campaign, got a, got a win over over Derry, which I suppose was routine for all counties at that stage. Derry were very poor during the league. They got a very creditable draw against Offaly, um, you know, which might have been an, an more a barometer of what Limerick was about. They had a disappointing trip to Leitrim, um, suffered a heavy defeat there, but, but um, certainly they, they, they came back. I, I saw the county finals this year, um, they, they, and I saw one of the semi-finals, um, one of the senior semi-finals. I had to be. I, I, I was of the opinion, like that, that, that the quality I saw augured well for for for, for the county team. Um, I, I I I thought the quality um, and the standard was more, was more than decent, Jack. So. But like obviously Donald Ryan has done his work behind the scenes, like he has molded him into a, a, a team. Uh, you, you can forgive him for the league. You're the new manager coming in, um, he was presiding over a new squad of players, I suppose. Um, it, there was a getting to know you part of it. Um, but obviously they came back after the lockdown, reinvigorated, re-energized, and um, certainly I. I'm certainly looking forward to, to the game with Fermanagh. Um, it's on in Kinnegad in County Westmeath. Um, not this weekend, the weekend uh, weekend after this. And um, it, it, it'll be a very, very interesting game. Now, they, 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 they would have played Fermanagh in, in recent years. They would have played them in the league and played them in a league semi-final <coughs> and all that sort of thing. So um, there, there hasn't been very, very much between them. So that, that, that's going to be a very, very interesting game. Now, the Ladies Football Championship, Junior All-Ireland Ladies Football Championship is down to four. Um, Wiglore supposed to be raging hot favourites. Um, you know, Fermanagh, Antrim and Liberty. But I, I, I remember back in 2018 
when we were at this stage, um, you had Louth and Antrim left in the championship, you had Limerick and London, and Louth were un unbackable favourites. Limerick were champions. Yeah, and, and hopefully they'll obviously be the first Limerick team with the opportunity to get in to an All Ireland final. Please God, by the time we get to preview the ladies' football next weekend, the hurlers will be in the semi final. But um, it definitely bodes well for Limerick football, both male and female, that um, that the footballers, the Billy Lee side, did so well this year, and Donald Ryan has a chance to get to an All Ireland final just two years after winning the All Ireland. So we'll look forward to that game in greater detail next weekend. I suppose before we finish this weekend, Matt. Um, obviously, the Hurlers are the only Limerick team out this weekend. I suppose we'll look through the other um, games in the Championship, both Hurling and football. Obviously, um, there's a game in the Gaelic Rounds tomorrow, Cork and Tipperary, and they could have a bearing on the outcome for Limerick. Limerick are likely to meet one of these teams along the way. There's two qualifiers tomorrow. The early one is Clare and Wexford, the Battle of David Fitz and Brian Lohan. Uh, which of the old Clare All-Ireland winners do you see coming away with the win and the uh, bragging rights tomorrow? I think Davy will have bragging rights at the end uh, of the game. Um, I I think we'll we'll see a Wexford backlash from what was a very very poor performance uh, against Galway. Um, no, no disrespect to Leash, but they nearly overturned Clare. Okay, Clare were without David McInerney for half the game. They were down to, down to fourteen players. But it, it was a typical gritty performance by Leash when their backs were to the wall and when their championship um, hopes were on, on, on the line. We saw it a couple of times last year, when, including when they beat Dublin. <coughs> but I'd, I'd be going for Clare on that one. I, uh, sorry, I'd be going for Wexford and Davy Fitz on that one. Um, like, Davy was just absolutely, <laughs> he was straight to the point uh, in, in, in his reaction. After after the the heavy defeat to Galway, he he put no tooth in it, but I'm sure once he got back to the training field, like that that um, himself and Chaucer Wolf and they, they they were working on a strategy like to um, get get Wexford back, and I I, I think Wexford it'll be close, but I I think Wexford will 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 just about share that one. Yeah, that game is on at two o'clock. It's on a GA Go. Then at four o'clock on Sky Sports Mix, you have Cork versus Tipperary in the Gaelic Grounds. Obviously, Tipperary beaten by Limerick in the semi-final, Cork by Waterford. Uh, which side can bounce back? I know Cork had the win over Dublin, obviously, but which side can bounce back into the All-Ireland series and who will be going home early? Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's the big one, um, I suppose, um, to think that we are at this stage, we're not even at the quarter-final stage and we, we have a situation where either Cork or Tipperary, one or the other will not feature in, the, in what will be the last six. <coughs> Like, certainly Cork needed remedial action after the performance against Waterford. I, 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 I think um, they took the remedial action. Now, Colin Spillane came back into the side. Um, I, he, he was a huge loss. He was, he, he was injured um, from the game against Waterford. Um, he, he certainly tightened the, tightened the defence. I thought Duke Mead had an excellent game um, in the middle turn. He was named at, at, at midfield. But... It was up front that, that, that the real difference was made uh, in, in so far as that um, Robbie O'Flynn added huge energy and a huge scoring threat in that he got five points. And Jack O'Connor um, uh, from Sarsfield who came in and, and uh, big Declan Dalton on, on, on the edge of the square. And they, they put up very, very creditable performances. And I, I suppose with these players coming in, uh, one thing that wasn't Probably a step noticed to the extent that it should be noted was that um, there was a clear um, uh, improvement and a clear return to form of near his best form of Seamus Hamadi, who had a hugely influential game, I, I, I thought, which is a huge plus for Cork. Now, on the downside, um, the, the two Cadigans are, are, are going to be missing. And Dara Fitzgibbon, who is a massive loss, um, because the energy that he brings and 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 the amount the amount of hurling he does over over, over sixty minutes um, is an absolutely crucial loss. Um, they, they, they are going to be out. It will be very interesting to see what how Tipperary will respond, how they will bounce back. 
Will Banal Maha be back? Will he be on? Will Seamus Kennedy be back? You know, will Barry Heffernan make it? Um, Padraig Maher, um, he left the fray against against Limerick. Um, will we see an improved performance from him? There are a lot of imponderables out there. Um, certainly, um, Tip came nowhere near um, the type of performance that they showed in last year's All Ireland final. But that was that was due. Um, to the main part, to the performance of Limerick, um, that, that didn't allow him to do so. Um, Noel McGrath, I thought, was certainly not as influential as, as he was. Seamus Callanan was held scoreless. Um, is that all going to happen again? I doubt it. I doubt it. Tip have had a fortnight, uh, they've had a fortnight to regroup. Cork are going for going out for the third week in a row. Um, you know, and we, we, we spoke all the time about um, in, in the terms of around Robin, that um, this third week in a row seemed to be, seemed to prove a hump for, for an awful lot of counties. Found it very, very difficult to, 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 to get over. I think Tipperary will have regrouped, but having said that, were everything to go right for Cork on the day, and their confidence will be up, and their tails will be up. And I totally discard the narrative like the Cork are the top of the uh, top of the ground summer hurling team. I, they're not, uh, you know. I, I I think Cork can mix it. Um, if, if if everything goes right on the day, Cork can win it. But you would slightly have to favour Tipperary that that they will regroup and just. But look. It's a risk, it's hazardous, um, uh, predicting who will win between Cork and, 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 and Tipperary. Um, look, I, I think it could be Tipperary by, in a photo finish, but if everything goes right for Cork on the day, they could do it. Yeah, I, I, ju I just cited Tipperary, I think there will be a backlash in him after the Limerick game. I think if you get the likes of Dan McCormack and Bonner Marin, they're kind of two battlers in the half-hour line kind of free up Seamus Callan and as you said he's not going to be held scoreless again I just fancy Tip to come through into quarterfinals obviously tomorrow evening then you have the Leinster Hurland Championship final um, between Kilkenny and Galway they met in 2018 Galway are winners there Galway had won the 17 championship as well like I know it's only four years but it's 2016 since Brian Cody last won a Leinster title which is a famine for him can they re regain their crown that they've They've held for the best part of 25 years, or can Galway get a third in four, in four years? Yeah, it's a famine and it's an almost a, a, a crisis in the sky, almost falling down over Kilkenny. That, 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 that should be the case. I, I think he'll have to wait another year. Yeah, you see Shane O'Neill in his first year as Galway manager um, emulating his feats in the Pearshig? I, 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 th I think I do. I, I was very impressed with the performance against Wexford and we, we spoke about how poorly Wexford were. They were made look poor by Galway side because um, I, I, I felt all the time that Galway team that won the All-Ireland in 2017 were a first-class team. And, and um, all right, they lost the 18 final to Limerick and the unthinkable happened for them last year in that they didn't come out of Leinster in that they didn't beat Carlo by enough in, 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 in the opening round. So there's a lot of there's a lot of hurt in Galway at the moment. And I, I think Shane O'Neill has turned the thing around. And um, there was a bit of switching of managers there in the last couple of years and all this sort of thing. And here was a clean, fresh voice coming in. And I I, I think he has he has built a very, very good Galway team. And and um, um, I, I, I'm going for Galway to win it. Um, now, there are a number of newcomers on, on the Kilkenny team and there's nobody better to, to um, bring on um, newcomers and infuse them into a team than, than, than Brian Cody. And, of course, um, Kilkenny will not in the slightest um, bit fear, fear Galway, but I, I, have, a, I have a sense that... that, that um, the Galway spread of scores against Wexford was very, very impressive. And it, it, it was a day in which, I suppose, 
it moved on from Joe Kenning being 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 the main man. There there were other players that that, that really really stood up and 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 showed what they can do. Um, I'm I'm going for Galway. Yeah, I I disagree there. I just I feel like Kenny, after such a, a long wait for them, that they'll have in him that Brian Cody will have something up his sleeve. But they definitely will be coming in as underdogs. Uh, tomorrow as well, tomorrow early, you would meet a Donegal and Armagh in the Ulster Football Championship semi-final. Uh, Donegal will be favourites. They've actually reached eight finals in the last nine years in Ulster. I know Armagh are building, but it's, it's Donegal's to lose, really. Yeah, that's what it looks like on paper. And I, I, I'd, go, I, I'd go with Donegal, but I think that, that, um, that Armagh will not make it easy for them. Um, uh, McGinney is building something in Armagh. He's been there three or four years now since he left Kildare. And 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 he's building something and showing measurable progress year on on year, but it's very very hard to see beyond Donegal in that particular one. Yeah, I I just say Donegal, but as you said, I think it'll be a close game. Uh, on Sunday, you have three Leinster football championship semi final or two. Sorry, you have Dublin and Leash and Kildare versus Mead. I suppose Dublin and Leash, like you you just be expecting Leash to put it up to Dublin, but you can't see anybody really beating Dublin this early in the Lens Championship. They're going for 10 in a row. Yeah, you can't see it happening. I'm going for Dublin. <laughs> and then Kildare versus Mead, I suppose. They've really been the two teams that have kind of looked best to give it to Dublin. They haven't yet. Mead were obviously in Division 1 this year. Um, Kildare just missed out on promotion. It's kind of a cost of time between this one then, Kildare and Mead, who could actually conceivably put it up to Dublin in the final. Yeah, this this is really a toss of a kind, and and um, like Mead had had a horrendous um, they had a horrendous league campaign, and 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 they were they, they were relegated, which was hugely disappointment, disappointing. But the manner in which they disposed of, of Wicklow last week, um, and it, 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 it not just beating Wicklow, but beating Wicklow in Ockram, because Wicklow and Wicklow and Ockram are two different animals. As 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 a lot of counties have found out over the years in 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 the championship, and it it was very very impressive. Any day you get a, a seven goal route away from home in the opposition's territory in in the championship football game, it has to go down as impressive. But a couple of the goals came very late when when, when the game was over. You're going to have the Jack O'Connor influence in Kildare, um, like and we all know what Jack O'Connor. Brings brings to the table from his from his days in Kerry. I think this is going to be very very tight. I have a slight hunch that Kildare might just get over the line, which will be very very tight. Yeah, it looks to be possibly one of the best games of the weekend. Um, I just tip me just for the the year they put in so far. Another semi final is the other semi final to see who will face either Donegal or Armagh. It's Down versus Kevin. It'll be three weeks in a row for Kevin. Will that prove a bridge too far? It might. It might prove a bridge too bad. Um, very, very impressive in the winner in the dramatic win over Monaghan, which kickstarted the championship. Um, far less impressive in, 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 in the performance against Antrim. Like Kevin have only won the, the championship. I think the last time was over 20 years ago, is it? 1996. Um, of course, Kevin have been the most successful team in Ulster football. Um, I think they've won the Ulster Championship 38 or 39 times. 39, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, like, fantastic tradition in, 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 in Cavan football. Seems to have dissipated in, re in, in, in recent years, struggling in the leagues and, and up and down the yo-yo existence in the league. Um, good performance against Monaghan, poor performance against Antrim, which Cavan will turn up. Um, I, I think... Um, I, I have a slight feeling that Down might do it. Yeah, I, I saw you there. I just think the three weeks will probably go against uh, against Cavan. And then obviously you have the Connacht Senior Football Final on Sunday as well. Galway and Mayo. It's Galway or Mayo's first final in five years, which is, like Kilkenny thing, it's, it's mad to believe. Like um, They've always been very good this year, but Galway, Galway were flying at the start of the year. And I think people kind of forget that they when these sides met after the lockdown, Mayo won by, I think, was 15 points in the end, but it'll be a different game in the final. It will. It will be a different game in the final. And if, if any county um, in the competition got the wrong end of the stick, um, 
in this particular series, it was Galway, in in that they have they've um, got a walk over in the semi final um, against Sligo, which you know was the, was the last thing that Galway wanted in the circumstances after a couple of poor performances uh, during lockdown. But Galway are a serious, seriously good team built on a couple of successful minor and under-21 teams. I'm going to create a bit of a heresy here now, and I'm going to say that Galway will win it. Yeah, I can just see Galway overcoming the odds and, and keeping Mayo's famine going for a few years. But obviously, the main attraction, we've, we've gone through briefly, but the main attraction on Sunday is that Munster Hurling final. Uh, I suppose you'll double down in your Limerick prediction. Oh, yeah, I'm going for Limerick, yeah. Um, obviously, before we finish, Matt, um, we've lost two Limerick greats during the week, unfortunately. Um, Paul Carey's tragic passing um, last weekend, and then obviously Dr. McLucy passing away during the week. Um, two gentlemen and two Limerick greats, really. Ah, yeah, two Limerick greats. Um, a very, very sad week for Limerick Caledon, and um, sympathy to the Lucy and the Carey families. Um, Dr. McLucy. Um, uh, has been a legend, I suppose, in 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 in, in the Rick sport over the years. Um, was a fantastic rugby player and soccer player in his youth, um, and yet of 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 Bandon. And um, you know, were it not for injury, would have been capped for Ireland in rugby. Represented Munster, represented UCC, Gary Owen, um, uh, Carl Khan, won cup medals with with UCC and with with. with with, with, with Carl Constitution, great, great sportsman in his day, and and then once he moved to Limerick and um, as a medical doctor, like um, uh, threw in his life with with with, with, with Limerick GA, was a never present um, with Limerick footballers for for over twenty years, and also um, with 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 with, with Croom GA, very very dedicated man, um, made a huge contribution in Limerick. And um, has only just two years ago passed on the baton to his um, son Stephen, who is now the, the medical officer, the doctor with the with, with, with the Limerick senior football team. Um, very, very, very sad to hear of his, of his sudden and unexpected passing. Likewise, the same with with with, with Paul Carey. Um, um, absolute uh, tragic circumstances in. Um, out, out, out in Faraway, Dubai, at a time when he was planning to um, to return home and 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 settle settle at home. Um, another man that gave great service, um, like like his family, um, who have given tremendous service um, um, to 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 Limerick and and are continuing to do it in in the shape of his nephew, um, Keen Lynch. Very 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 sad week. Um, and, and a, a black week for 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 Limerick GA and again sympathy to the Lucy and Kerry families. Yeah, and, and I'd like to extend my sympathy to the families as well. And I just it just shows how ingrained they are in the the Limerick GA family. That obviously Stephen took over from his father, and and Keen will be remembering his uncle on Sunday in Turles. Um, I suppose that's all we have for this week, uh, Matt. I'd like to thank you again for talking to me. I suppose. And hopefully next week we'll be looking back on a victorious Munster final for Limerick and looking forward to the latest footballers in All-Ireland semi-final action.